Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We've all heard of complex movies, but these ones, well, they leave us scratching actual holes in our heads because complex doesn't even begin to cut it. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 complex movies you really weren't prepared for. Number 10, Barbarian Sound Studio. Toby Jones is on delicious form in one of the most mind-bogglingly complex and underrated films of recent years, Barbarian Sound Studio. The central concept here is that an English sound engineer named Gilderoy travels to Italy to work on a low-end horror film, only to start losing his grip on what is real and what's not. On paper, this could have just been another weird horror-slash-thriller, but somewhat unexpectedly, Barbarian Sound Studio soon starts to descend into a quiet madness. After a while, the film begins to expose strange Lynchian layers, and suddenly we're watching a horror movie about making horror movies? The film plays as a dual homage to both Roman Polanski and Dario Argento, and carries an appropriately sinister vibe as we come to realize that much of Barbarian Sound Studio takes place inside Gilderoy's head, and we're with him all the bloody way as he attempts to find the perfect sound effect to create the perfect masterpiece. It's pretty weird. Number 9. Upstream Color Those familiar with the mind-blowingly dense and confusing work that is Primer might have known to expect the unexpected when they sat down to watch this. For anyone else, though, Upstream Color, with its plot that pretty much outright defies any real explanation, must have felt like an impenetrable nightmare. In its most basic form, the uh, story, if you can call it that, driving Upstream Color concerns the exploits of a man who forces a woman to eat a strange organism, leaving her open to exploitation and mind suggestion. She wakes up, her life gone, and as she meets a strange man, we begin to realize that we're watching a group of humans who are somehow connected via the life cycle of this complex parasite. Now, I've detailed all of that for you, but that's only what I think is going on, because arguably, it could be anything else. Because really, in truth, nothing that I've just described outlines the film properly. Because it is a highly experimental work in nature, what with its Terence Malick-like visuals and structureless structure. Anyone who went into this thinking they'd be able to figure it out in a single viewing would have been sorely mistaken. In many ways, Upstream Color is more labyrinthian than Primer, and that is really saying something. Number 8. Predestination In the strange and plainly bizarre sci-fi yarn Predestination, Ethan Hawke, who seems to alternate his time between acclaimed art house flicks and B-movie shark, plays a temporal agent on a dangerous mission. It's his job to go back in time and, you guessed it, stop bad things from happening before they do. It's a premise we've encountered countless times before, 
or in the realms of sci-fi, and yet, almost right out of the gate, Predestination opts to do something completely different with its concept. It chooses to explore a number of subjects you never could have premeditated, such as gender binarism, gender fluidity, and intersexuality. Written and directed by the Spirig Brothers, it's a film that is willing to push its ludicrousness to the very limit of bewilderment. Plot twists, plot turns, and plot paradoxes are thrown into the mix at every available moment, and yet, for all of its narrative complexity, it is very intelligent and very, very fun. Chalk that up to the fine performances from Hawk and co-star Sarah Snook, and a script that manages to stay connected to its own internal logic, which, when you consider what's going on, is very, very impressive. Number 7. Inherent Vice On paper, Inherent Vice looked set to be a cool and clever neo-noir in the vein of The Long Goodbye. What audiences got instead is a movie that practically languishes, as though it's perpetually stoned in its own crazed complexity. The plot here features Joaquin Phoenix's Doc Sportello, who is tasked with investigating a series of interconnected cases in 1970s Los Angeles. The problem is that it's Doc who's our guide, and in an attempt to recreate his experience, the film flits from one scene to the next, rambling and channeling his drug-addled brain. Put simply, Inherent Vice is utterly baffling. It's a film that manages to thrill and infuriate in equal measure. It's almost as though director Paul Thomas Anderson set out to create a mystery movie where the mystery itself is never really clear. Those familiar with the source material might have been better prepared for the incomprehension of this adaptation, though even with added context, it remains a toughie. Despite its flaws, if you can call them flaws, we're not entirely sure because of what's going on, Inherent Vice is still highly watchable, thanks to some utterly great performances. Number 6. Enemy Enemy, a film that is sure to have you scratching your head and asking everyone you know whether they've seen it, thrives on ambiguity. It wants you to question every little moment and every scene in order to work out what the hell is actually happening. Luckily, this is a movie directed by Denis Villeneuve, who brought audiences both Arrival and Blade Runner 2049, which are, let's face it, both absolutely brilliant films. The plot starts out simply enough. Jake Gyllenhaal plays a quiet professor who one day stumbles upon a man who looks exactly like like him. As the film progresses, the professor and his doppelganger are drawn together into a series of strange encounters, each one more disturbing than the last. Before long, it's no longer clear who's out to get who, or whether these men actually are the same person. Despite the film's complex nature and a script that never dares to give too much away, Enemy remains a fascinating, compulsive watch. In the hands of a lesser director, it might have been frustrating, but in Villeneuve's hands, it's simply mesmerizing. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Number five, nocturnal animals. Tom Ford's second directorial effort following romantic drama A Single Man couldn't have been more different. Nocturnal Animals, a truly strange meta-horror-slash-thriller, packs one story inside another and is completely bewildering to sit through and yet somehow grips you for the entire length of its runtime. On the face of it, the film is about a writer, played by Jake Gyllenhaal again, who sends his latest manuscript to a former lover, played by Amy Adams. Intercut with their interactions, however, we also get to watch an adaptation of the book itself, with Gyllenhaal playing a second role alongside Ella Fisher as two parents. Somehow, this two-tale approach utterly works. The tone Ford creates as the events of the manuscript unfold before our eyes are truly disturbing and eerie, especially as Aaron Taylor-Johnson, who is on maniacally good form, turns up to terrorise Gyllenhaal and his family. Their first meeting is surely one of cinema's most tense scenes, and how it all connects exactly is left up to the viewer, as Ford is purposely vague with the details. What part of a story could have been embellished, who's to blame? Well, that's up to you to decide. Number four, Trance. Danny Boyle's Trance is one of the lesser-known films in the great filmmaker's eclectic canon, but it also happens to be one of his most underrated. The plot concerns a hypnotherapist played by Rosario Dawson, who is hired to help a thief, James McAvoy, remember where he stashed a priceless work of art during a heist gone wrong. Dawson is magnetic in the lead role, and it's her that you remember once the film is over in place of McAvoy and co-star Vincent Cassell. At a glance, Trance looks like your run-of-the-mill thriller, but subversion is its true aim. Really, this is a mad heist flick that relishes the chance to continually flip the narrative on its head, exposing new layers and loyalties. Not to forget its totally insane final reveal, which is one that will either make or break the film depending on you. Boyle is clearly having a lot of fun with what is a twisty neo-noir homage, and he's not shy when it comes to pumping up the music and crazy visuals to give the film its unique sense of pacing. But what's most interesting about Trance is that it foregoes the crowd-pleasing nature apparent in so many of Boyle's more recent pictures, and instead gives us a pessimistic thriller that isn't afraid to mess with the audience's heads. Number three, coherence. Coherence isn't particularly well-known, which makes sitting down to this eerie sci-fi thriller an even more baffling experience. Faced with its complex narrative structure, it's the sort of film that you're bound to spend hours pondering later. Now, The film's plot is deceivingly simple. One night, gathered for a meal, a group of friends witness the passing of a comet, then strange things begin to happen. What starts out as an uncomfortable look at middle-aged life, as our couples bicker, trying desperately to hide their insecurities and petty concerns, soon transforms into a film about parallel universes and alternate timelines. And it's a movie that many are sure to find borderline incomprehensible as a result. But what makes Coherence so doubly interesting is the fact that it allows us to spend the first 30 minutes learning the group's dynamics and the individual character's strengths and weaknesses. By the time the narrative scope begins to expand, it's genuinely riveting to watch these people reacting in their own unique ways. If you can figure out what's going on here during your first viewing, well, bravo. Number two, Jacob's Ladder. There is only one way to describe Jacob's Ladder, and that is hell. 
So if you're after an incredibly complex, mind-bogglingly nightmarish film about a depressed Vietnam veteran, look no further than this super creepy psychological drama starring a never better Tim Robbins. Even those who anticipate this as a complicated or difficult watch will likely be shocked by the content. Jacob's Ladder is a film that starts out simply enough with a nice traumatic sequence set during the Vietnam War. Ah, isn't that lovely? Robbins' titular character Jacob manages to escape a massacre but takes a bayonet to the lungs. Next time we see him, he's back home in New York, suffering from paranoia and hallucinations. Slowly, Jacob's path becomes more and more incoherent, until what we're left with are some of the most disturbing sequences in all of cinema, many of which seem to come out of nowhere. It's a dark and depressing cinematic puzzle that attempts to delve inside the mind of somebody who has truly suffered. Once the credits start rolling, you're bound to feel like you too have suffered a great deal. And number one, Synecdoche, New York. When you sit down to a movie written by Charlie Kaufman, you kind of know what you're getting into. And yet, even the likes of Adaptation, Being John Malkovich, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind could not have prepared anybody for this insane and frankly impenetrable work of mad genius. At its core, Synecdoche, New York, concerns the troubled life of a man named Caden, whose job as a theatre director requires him to build a replica of New York for a new play. Which sounds fine, right? Well, before long, though, reality and fantasy begin to rub shoulders and things get big, really big. Kaufman, of course, is saying a million things about life and the nature of the human experience, but here's a film that appears to thrive on its ability to madden audiences. The one suspects that in Kaufman's head it all makes perfect sense, and yet even the title is unpronounceable if you've never heard it said out loud. It's a film that you might not even be able to recommend to a friend because you can't even say it. This is a movie with so many layers, so many conceits, and so much narrative packed into its two-hour runtime that you can watch it six or seven times and still find a new angle to the material, which is why, upon its release back in 2008, the picture lost close to $50 million at the box office. Because, of course it did. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 